everyone. You are listening to the Genealogist Journal podcast. Twice a week, we take a deep look into the interconnecting roots of history and genealogy. I am your host, historian and genealogist, Jenny Finson. Hello, and welcome to the show. Today, we're going to take a little break from history and talk about genealogical resources. I personally compiled a list of all of the resources that I love to use on a fairly day-to-day basis. When a person is engaged regularly in genealogical research for the last 22 years, as I have, they're bound to pick up a few useful skills and tools. Genealogy can be expensive. There's no two ways about it. In fact, between subscriptions, hiring an expert, and software to compile your work, dollar bills seem to just fly out of the window. Now, as you may start to guess, I am a thrifty person. I avoid spending large amounts of money on genealogy whenever possible. Coming from a background that had little to no extra spending money, I understand the value of a penny saved and a penny earned. Besides, finding genealogical treasure on the cheap is fun and it provides a challenge, makes you think outside of the box. So with thriftiness in mind, I compiled my personal top 10 free genealogical resources. And some of them you may be familiar with, others you may not be familiar with. Now I'm gonna put in a little disclaimer here. I put together this list on my own time. These are the resources that I love to utilize every day or about every day. No site on this list asked me to place them there or to endorse them. Now that being said, this list is meant to help you with your genealogical research, and I do hope that you find some valuable tools in here. The first on my list is FamilySearch. Now many of you will already be familiar with FamilySearch.org. It's a great website, and it's a great tool. FamilySearch is a LDS-run genealogical database site that relies heavily on volunteers. In the past, I have volunteered at local LDS genealogical centers. Even though I'm not a member of their church, they were very open to my help and very friendly. In fact, I made some really good friends while working there. It was time well spent. FamilySearch is not just a database site. It has a lot of useful tools for family historians. Be aware that fairly recently, uh, in the last few years, I'm not quite sure exactly when, their website began requiring members or users to sign up for an account to become members. This is not a big deal because the account is free. Uh, My primary use for FamilySearch is their databases, which are pretty extensive, of course. Now, sometimes I'm a little bit sneaky. I do have an Ancestry account, which I will pay for as I need uh, for things such as when I'm researching someone's family tree. But most of the time I keep my account free. One of the things that I actually do like about Ancestry is their search. It's pretty dynamic. So often what I will do is I will do a search on Ancestry and then I will pop over to Family Search to see if they have a similar database. Most of the time, they do have a similar database. And often, I find that they have different databases than Ancestry, which is a great plus. When I find what I'm looking for, I then save the image to my computer and possibly print it out. For me and my research, I always keep a digital copy of everything that I find, but also I keep a physical or printed copy for my files. 
The second online resource that I utilize a lot is GenWeb. So in my early days, long time ago, of genealogical research, I discovered GenWeb. I believed at the time that I had struck genealogical gold, and I did. For those of you who may not be familiar with GenWeb, it is a matrix of state and county websites, each with their own local volunteer host. Each website often has biographies, maps, pictures, local histories, cemetery records, diaries, and much, much more. However, as a little disclaimer here, uh, depending on the host, each site has a varying degrees of information available. Some people will have more, such as family histories, books available, all kinds of stuff. Others just have bare minimum. Nevertheless, when you're researching a specific area, it is definitely worthwhile to check out the county gen web page in which you're looking. The next site on my list is Find a Grave. I love Find a Grave. The website, for those of you who do not know Find a Grave, is a virtual cemetery. You might ask, how does that work? So physical cemeteries throughout the United States and Canada, so they're listed virtually. Each person interred in a cemetery receives an individual memorial page. And on that page, the volunteer or the creator can and often does add photographs uh, of headstones, of portraits, they can add an obituary, and you can connect, if you know the connections, you can connect other family members to the memorial page. It is really kind of a cool site. Now remember, this site heavily relies on volunteers. You can use Find a Grave without signing up for an account, but recommend that you do. Uh, it is free, and it allows you to manage memorial pages and sign up to volunteer in your area. I have personally spent a few lovely afternoons roaming through cemeteries fulfilling picture requests. So yes, I am a member of Find a Grave. One of my goals is to manage as many of my ancestors' memorial pages as possible. Then I can create dynamic memorials to help others with their genealogical quests. Currently, I manage about 74, I think, family members' memorial pages. Over time, I actually hope to increase that number by quite a bit. My one caution about Find a Grave is that people can add information like birth and death records for their family members on the memorial pages. Just be careful about some of the information that you find there. Use it more like a stepping stone versus a reliable source. Number four on my list is one of my favorites. It's Chronicling America. Now, while I consider all genealogical research fun, my favorite is searching through newspapers. There is nothing more tantalizing than a juicy piece of gossip from a hundred years ago. I love it. I've learned so much about different historical perspective using old newspapers. Chronicling America is part of the Library of Congress. You do not need to have an account to search through their digitized images of papers. I find the search engines pretty straightforward and pretty easy to use. Uh, one feature of this site is that I just totally love is you can either download the image in full, which is quite large, or you can zoom in and download slash print a clip of the portion of the page you're looking at. When you print a clip, you can get full citation, which is great. I think that's amazing as a researcher. Remember, Chronicling America is by no means complete. It is a project in progress. 
it is worth your while to check back often to see if new resources have been added. The fifth resource on my list is archive.org or Internet Archive. It is another useful website for family research. It is a nonprofit library that has millions of free books, movies, software, music, websites, and a lot more. Keep in mind that they are donation based. So while the website has an incredible number of resources and information, as a researcher, I tend to use the books the most. You can find old local histories, which often contain information on families in those areas. Also, there are old books on family lines, on different family lines. There's military history, and there's a lot more that could help you with your genealogical research. One of the features I find most useful on the website is their dynamic in-book search. You can search for a name within a book and it will bookmark each page where that name occurs. You can easily click from one result to another. If you find the entire book useful for your research, you can download a full PDF copy to your computer. I've done this several times. Number six on my list is National Parks Service. Now you might think, National Park Service? What do they have to do with genealogy? Well, the National Park Service has several Civil War battlefields under their care. Also, they have a spectacular Civil War soldiers and sailors database. As their website says, their database contains information about the men who served in the Union and Confederate armies during the Civil War. Other information on the site includes histories of Union and Confederate regiments, links to descriptions of significant battles, and selected lists of prisoner of war records and cemetery records, which are updated over time. It is a great Civil War resource, and I believe it's worth taking a look. I've found some very interesting information there that I haven't found in other places. Number seven on my list is Washington State Digital Archives. I do a lot of research in Washington State. My husband's family comes from there, One of Washington State's great genealogical resources is their digital archives. You can find scanned images of birth, marriage, and death records, land records, cemetery records, some newspapers, and a whole lot more. These images are downloadable for your personal use. You do not need an account to use this website, which is great. If you are researching in Washington State, check them out they're definitely worth looking at. So keep this in mind. Their state funding depends on how many visitors use the website in any given period. So click away. Visitors equals more funding for the project. And I am always an advocate for more genealogical resources. Number eight on my list is Lexington Public Library. I love these guys. It is another amazing open access research tool based in Kentucky. They have a digital archive called the Kentucky Room Digital Archives. Part of their digital collection are Kentucky newspapers, community collections that include diaries and church records. They have a growing number of images too. Kentucky directories, they also have a lot of histories, local histories, which are often very important in our genealogical research. The website states that their digital archives are but a pittance of their physical archive. I would love to go and take a look at this archive. And they are continually working to digitize their holdings. So in other words, check back at the Lexington Public Library website often. Another favorite website of mine is Wyoming State Archives. While doing a lot of my husband's research, 
I fell in love with this archive. Their newspaper project is outstanding. However, they also have oral histories, maps, photographs, manuscripts, and a lot more. But it was the newspapers that caught my attention. As with most state archives, you don't need to have an account to use their database. So that's always an awesome and a plus. So how did I come across this treasure trove of information? Well, as I said before, I was researching my husband's family, specifically his Odette line. Normally, when looking for information in a state, one of the first places I stop is at the state archives to see what resources they have. Now, when I'm talking about stopping at a state archives, I mean digitally. I don't normally go there. I don't have the resources to travel across the United States the way I wish I could. So one day I found myself perusing the Wyoming State Archives and that is how I found their newspaper project. My mind was blown away. The gossip columns in the area were incredible. Who knew that in a hundred years, the town busybody would be an important tool for researchers. It's amazing. Through the gossip columns in that area, over about a 10 year period, I was able to track the movements and regular day-to-day -day life of the Odette family. I know what parties they hosted. I know which ones they attended. I know when they went on vacation in Yellowstone. I know when they went up to Canada when they were really super sick. Visitors popped by often. It was recorded. I know when they advertised for their businesses. All kinds of stuff I found out. Just talking about it right now, it still blows my mind how much I know about the movements of this family. So if you get a chance and you're doing some research in Wyoming, check out their state archives. Number 10 on my list is GEDmatch. This website is for DNA enthusiasts. For those of you who do not know what GEDmatch is or how to use it, it's a DNA matching site. You upload your DNA, your raw data that you got tested from say Ancestry or 23andMe, and in a few days, they match it with other people in their database. They have different kinds of matching, like uh, Y chromosome. And so really what it boils down to is that GEDmatch is a free DNA comparison and analysis website for people who have had their DNA tested by other companies. So one of the thing, great things about GEDmatch is that it takes all of the DNA from all the different testing companies. So your potential for matches on GEDmatch is a lot greater. So this summer, this past summer, the website has gone through a massive makeover. One of their new features is DNA match notifications. If you are a free user, which I am, you can receive weekly emails of new matches. Their website requires you to have an account, which is understandable as you upload your DNA raw data and you can also build a tree on their website. They have a free account option with limited use of some of their resources they also have their tier one account option, which is actually quite reasonable. What I like about their tier one account is that it is affordable at $10 a month. You can either have a monthly renewable subscription or you can just pay it as you need. You can pay, I think one month, three months and six months and it won't renew. So that's kind of a great option for people who like to pay for resources as they need them, like myself. So there you have it, my top 10 favorite genealogy sites to use. So keep in mind that this is not an exhaustive list. There is a lot of wonderful resources out there available to researchers. These are just the websites that I use most often. 
and hopefully they will prove useful in your own genealogical research. Also, keep in mind that many of the sites that I mention in this list are very reliant on volunteers. If you have time or the resources, please volunteer or maybe donate to their cause. I find uh, volunteering for some of these places highly rewarding. You won't regret it. If you liked what you heard here today, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify to hear all of our episodes. Also, check out our website at genealogistjournal.com. Join our community for access to more content, genealogical tips, and dynamic genealogical and historical conversation.